0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Want to advertise your business in a cost-effective way? It's time to give podcast advertising a try. Research shows a high rate of podcast listeners made a purchase as a result of an ad they heard on a podcast. Visit podbean.com slash brands to launch a cost-effective podcast advertising campaign in minutes. That's p o d b e a n dot com slash brands. Hi everyone! Before we get into the episode, I'd love to tell you about a wonderful nonprofit created by high school sophomore Samantha Feinberg and high school junior Sydney Hollowell. It's called Bounce Boxes, providing students in low-income communities with educational and fun activities. Each box is created with a designated theme: dinosaur, princesses, science, and others. They do this to make sure it's to the child's liking. Boxes can include anything, from school supplies, a book, or educational game. Along with the educational material, they also include a toy, art project, or game. Each kit also comes with an easy-to-make meal and yummy snack, so they'll stay engaged in the activity. They find the perfect balance between education and enjoyment, and will definitely put a smile on a child's face. And I'm just, like, wow, this is a really cool, really great idea. I would highly recommend that everyone donates. You can find their website at www.free to run balance boxes. I recommend that everybody listen to this, donate, and we can make sure that these girls can reach every kid that they can. That girl, she holds her hand.
0: teen girl talk
1: teen girl talk
2: i'm Susie kota
1: i'm frank Cota.
2: and this week we are the babysitters club for pe- not to be confused with the babysitters agency thank you very much
1: <laughs> for people who care babysitters
2: club um frank i read through the entire babysitters club series when i was age appropriate i was, I was like 11 when this like show started this netflix reboot of the babysitters club i literally i like got excited i felt that like anticipation that i used to feel when they'd get like a new sorry for all the crinkle uh my cat was (laughs) crinkling a plastic bag while we were getting ready um like when a new book came out in the series i felt that same excitement even though it's been you know 20 years since i read (laughs) the 25 more like it since I've read The Babysitter's Club But I was just like, oh my gosh And this show did not disappoint
1: <laughs> I'm just like, Susie Just taste that fresh air Like,
2: no good parents Like, relatable storylines
1: Like, I, I'm not gonna I don't want to poo-poo on the things we've watched so far Like, because we've watched like a lot of good stuff this summer Mm-hmm But there was just something just so refreshing about, like, this show.
2: There was nobody unbelievably evil. No. I mean, because, okay, so here's the thing. I'm not even going to say that having characters that are unbelievably evil is unrealistic. Because, unfortunately, it is not. I think if there is something that 2020 has proven to us is that evil is real. (laughs) And we can't just pretend that shit's going to get better on its own. The wonderful part about the Babysitter's Club is that even when people mess up, there is a discussion. There is a discussion about actions and consequences, and there are apologies all over the place. Like, have we ever... uh, Could you not, Oscar? I would love if you were not just rolling around on the loudest plastic bag ever. Um, (laughs) This show behaves... In a world where people are thoughtful and apologize and amend their actions. Yes. That, like... I feel like a lot of the media we watch is, like, incredibly cyclical. Where, like... Let's take Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl, I liked it when I watched it. But it it was the same pattern. It was... Like what they would call a habitual pattern. You know, Chuck would do something shitty. Blair would get upset. Serena would disappear for a bit. Like, just again and again and again. And I feel like with the Babysitters Club, we start with them, like, what is it? Maison Scene, Maison Red, like. Meteor Res? Meteor. Yeah, they are like very established and we get to watch them grow.
1: Yes. In I mean, the right
2: direction. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel like that's an excellent way to put this. Okay, but before before we get into the plot, Susie, I gotta ask you. Yeah. Which which babysitter club girl are you?
2: I have always been a Claudia. One thousand percent.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, like, you're, for me, I always thought you were a Christy. Um,
2: oh! What did I do to deserve that slander? Do not start a fight with her. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I was at mom's today, so the cats are particularly needy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I he
2: started doing this thing where Tara will be sleeping on the end of the bed, and he'll stick his little paw through the slats at the end of the bed and, like, move it around to annoy her. Or he'll stick his little snoot there. <laughs> and she just gets mad and starts hissing. And I'm like, y'all, I'm just trying to read a book of academic essays about the weird sex stuff in True Blood. Why must you vex me
1: <laughs> um, I would say I'm 2010 probably
2: 10 ma- was a weird time <laughs> A lot of people were writing Academic level essays <laughs> About the weird Kink in True Blood Every, I swear to god I think everyone Thought that that show was definitely Going to be good past season 2 I am one of those people <laughs> I was quickly dissuaded of that idea <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, that was the beginning of the Obama era. I think we were all just like, fuck it, things are chill now. Let's just write some weird weird essays about true blood.
2: Frank, okay, I just have like a super tangential question. Uh, What is another word for hot dog and how do you pronounce it? Uh, Wiener? No, less weird. One of like a German... uh... Bratwurst? No, A a word like bratwurst, but not bratwurst. Has your name in it.
1: Of um, Frankenfurter,
2: I think it's just a Frankfurter, Frankfurter? but okay, (laughs) Dylan and I got into an argument the other night because I said Frankfurter, and he's like, What is that? and I was like, A Frankfurter, a Frankfurter, and he was like, I don't know what that is, and then he was like, Oh, you mean a Frankfurter, and I was like, What the fuck, I just said that, (laughs) and he was like. No you didn't pronounce the R We have been arguing about the way I pronounce words For like an entire week And then I just kept being like Frankfurter Frankfurter. <laughs> <laughs> but you say it Like you're talking about the character From um Whatchamacallit Rocky Horror So like I shouldn't have been criticized at all For not saying the R You put a Frank in there
1: Because I'm pretty sure there is a Franken in there
2: There is not It's just a Frankfurter
1: Oh yeah okay. you're right
2: I've derailed us, Let's get back to Babysitters Club. So I what? thought
1: uh, I was gonna. I was gonna say I'm. I'm very much a Mary Ann.
2: You're totally a Mary Ann. <laughs> I, There has to be a plot line where Mary Anne writes fanfic. <laughs> I will not accept any other reality where who is Mary Anne shipping? Also, is there something happening in the Sherlock fandom?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't
2: <laughs> it was my, my Oh, past guest of the show, Justine, had sent me something about, like, the Sherlock fandom, and I was like, what's happening with the Sherlock fandom? Um, oh, it was the cartoon of the dog drinking the coffee with the fire around him? That Cumberbatch is okay, right?
1: I, I'm assuming...
2: Okay, wait, you talk about stuff, and I'll find out what's going on with the Sherlock fandom.
1: Okay, so, um, we encounter Christy. Um, oh my god, I, wa- I watched this today, how do I, how did I ever forget how the show actually starts? Um. Christy's so
2: Christ- doing a voiceover.
1: <laughs> yeah, every episode, I love this, um, is narrated by the girl who does the book that it's the episode's based on. Mm-hmm. So, Chrissy is first up. It's it's Chrissy's big idea. Um, And she's talking, like, she's introducing us to all the characters. Um, Marianne is, like, you know, a bit of a crybaby and very shy, and also dresses in, like, overalls. Um,
2: I am going to immediately refute that Marianne is a crybaby. I don't believe she is. I mean, I think everyone's just hella blunt with
1: her. Yeah.
2: like I also I cry a lot and so I support Marianne and how much she cries
1: yeah also I would much more support given recent events I would much more support uh, describing yourself as a babysitter girl instead of a Hogwarts house um, so but um, and they used to talk like she talks about how her and Claudia used to be friends and how Claudia Claudia's a little fashion plate. Um and uh, her style is so good. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like you know, it's it's a style a twelve year old would pick out. You know,
2: um, rude. Okay, I found out what is happening with the Sherlock fandom. They filmed season five. It had not come out by the end of April this year. It seems like it might get pushed to twenty twenty three. Ew. <laughs> Frank, okay, sorry, going to derail us real quick once again. Do you see yourself more as a Sherlockian or a Whovian? Whovian. Ah! <laughs> I was going to make that noise no matter what you said.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> well, so sorry, I'm going to quick tangent because it's just like I'm so like I'm j- I'm just st- like Stephen Moffat put his stink all over Doctor Who for a few years. And I'm just so sick Which of Which
2: Doctor was he?
1: The 11th and 12th Doctors.
2: But I thought you liked him.
1: I liked the 11th Doctor. And I like. the 12th. Were
2: you the 11th Doctor for
0: Halloween one year?
1: No. Um, the Maybe I was just like. I, I'm bad at Halloween. I just throw shit together. Wait,
2: just... Was he the turtleneck Doctor? No. You are a green turtleneck. And I think a lab coat.
1: Oh, no, I will wo- Okay, so that was another one of my really shitty throwing-together costumes. I was going to a Halloween party. At and- my house.
2: <laughs> so Frank decided to dress like a professor pervert and then be like, oh... <laughs> I don't
1: know I don't know what to... No, this wasn't at your house. This was at Kia's house, friend of the show Kia. Um, and I was just like, fuck, I didn't come up with a costume. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so I just put on this, like, light blue turtleneck and a, like you know, a blazer and a pair of jeans. And I kept saying, like, I'm Merle Schleib. I'll paint any fence for 99 99 And I just, as the night went on, I kept saying things about Merle's sad life. And that was my whole costume. You
2: no, know, Frank, I... So... I think it was, like, 2010 I had a Halloween party. And you came in, like, a green turtleneck.
1: So, see, I have absolutely no... <laughs> <Memory>. <laughs> this
2: literally never happens <laughs> I don't know
1: um,
2: Okay, so Wait, so you're talking about Stephen Moffat And his stink
1: <laughs> <laughs> But it's just like He's constantly like, oh, Sherlock and Watson Are they gay? Probably not But we're gonna have them flirt or whatever And it's so stupid, just pull the trigger You fucking coward um, And he's just a Oh, be-
2: he's a writer, he's not an actor?
1: Yeah, he's he's the, he was the showrunner for Doctor Who for mm-hmm. the eleventh and twelfth Doctor, and oh, he yeah. like he can write okay dialogue. I've probably done this right before. He can d- write okay dialogue, but he writes terrible women who are all like weird nanny types, and you it's know. just it's just awful. Like, unless
2: we know his kink,
1: gross. Yeah, but like you know, he didn't have the fucking he didn't have the cojones to like just make Sherlock and Watson gay.
2: Like, <laughs> Tumblr was like, "Why do we have to do everything ourselves?"
1: <laughs> and like, I, a lot of Price people
2: like, just make it graphic. <laughs> like,
1: and a lot of people also code uh, Moriarty as gay, which is you know who's the bad guy, and it's just kind of weird, like and gross. Um, but what if
2: everybody's gay?
1: Well, that doesn't seem to be the thing because everybody finds love in weird, stupid places in Stephen Moffat's world. <laughs> so
2: Frank's um, like, I hate love.
1: But I mean, like, the, then, like, I also this has been compounded by I got Killing Eve, which is fucking amazing and actually features two women in love in a weird. So Frank's like,
2: like, and they're gay. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Frank's like, Tumblr doesn't even need to do what they do. <laughs> Tumblr, I feel like Tumblr is just, like, like, there's still a ton of activism happening on my feed on Tumblr, which is great. Like, I find news there, like, compiled there that I then can, like, Google to, you know, like, cross-check the references. But it's, like, stuff that doesn't make it to the mainstream news, and I'll find it here or there, you know covered by other publications, but it's not the stuff that the mainstream news just reports off of one another. So you get that sort of chain reaction. So I like that part of it. But then also Tumblr is still just weird as fuck. (laughs) And like when someone I follow sort of like changes fandoms and people stop changing your name on Tumblr, your username, because I won't know who you are anymore. (laughs) I really, I've learned your fandoms when you change your username, I'm just lost. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> is this someone I randomly followed, or is this someone I've been following for, like, seven years, and they just changed their username?
1: And but I, I, I just want to bring up this last thing, because this has been kind of bugging me. I know this is small potatoes in the realm of everything else that's going on. But, like... A lot of people, you know, were standing um, Jodie Comer, who plays Villanelle. Yeah. Um, then there came this half-baked theory that she was dating a Republican. Um, like based, okay. o- based off of, like, who the name of the guy she's dating and Bostonian um, voting records, which aren't, like, public knowledge. Like, you can't look up who's registered as a Republican or not.
2: So someone stalked her so hard that they can conjecture... Who her boyfriend was from sealed yeah. records.
1: When well, from Oh sealed... my god. Yeah, but like, so like, yeah. If
2: voting is not public knowledge, which it's not, yeah. your vote is private. That means that someone was stalking her. That's horrible.
1: Yeah, and but then like Twitter and, and like a few Tumblr's like started writing horrible shit to Jody Comer, so she quit Instagram. And, like, about, like, oh, like, you can't, like, your activism is, you know, performative and, like, all this other stuff. I
2: would be so creeped out that people are like, yeah, so we stalked you so hard. We think your Republican might, your boyfriend might be a Republican. I'd be like, how do you know where I live? How would you even guess who my boyfriend is? That's horrible.
1: It sucks. Like, and, like...
2: And you know what? I bet she had to get extra security.
1: Because, yeah, like, like,
2: as a woman, I guarantee if someone's like, um, we figured this out because the stalking goes so high that we have access to voting records, and uh, also- I would be like, okay, cool. I'm going to build a fortress out on the edge of civilization, and I don't have to come back until i got to get that check. So, bye.
1: And also, you know, she still lives with her mom, her parents. So like, oh, I'm not only the I'm not the only one who's a threat who's being threatened right now. It's my that's parents.
2: So dreadful.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so that's the um that's a Well, show you think-
2: that's a bummer. So now let's talk about something positive. How great this show is and how sort of non ambiguous the messaging is about yes. like women supporting women in a very real way.
1: And, uh, like, what? No, I mean, sorry. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you.
2: But no, that was the end of that thought. Well, no,
1: I, I was just thinking, just like how amazing, like, Alicia Silverstone plays Christie's mom. Yes. And um, at the end of the first episode, Christie and her mom have a talk. Mm-hmm. And um, Christie's narration goes, well, my mom might not be right all the time, but at least she wasn't totally clueless.
2: Yes. Okay, also, I love. i know this is the claudia episode so i'm skipping like two episodes ahead or maybe just one but when claudia says that trevor kind of asked her to the dance and christy accuses her of lowering her standards thus (laughs) leading to her to a lifetime of being disappointed by men and i was like a grown-ass woman wrote that line and i am like devastated
1: right now. <laughs> and, and 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 Susie also like you you put on your Instagram story that this this show for like what twelve to thirteen year olds taught you a new word.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like son we or son ye or something. It's a- like
1: s o i g n e.
2: Yeah. Hey. Oh my God. So. <laughs> it's a word for like being very elegant and i love that they did not make a big deal about how claudia's costume is very clearly um an homage to the birds (laughs) like it's there is a way that this show is so straightforward while also still being subtle that yeah, I really appreciate it. I have to say, the way that Stacy's diabetes was treated was a little bizarre. Um, I know we can't have her have like a very controversial disease, and by that I just mean controversial to people who are shitheads. But like the way that she's treated as a pariah due to diabetes type one, which I think is like a very common sort of uh you know disease to have i was like why is everyone acting like they just climbed out of a hole and this is the most shocking thing <laughs> I ever heard? i was like also none of these parents are bringing up that a teenage girl bullied a junior high student through a business which is fucking crazy <laughs> so like the parents were like But what if she goes into diabetic shock while she's babysitting? And if I was at that meeting and I was a parent, I would be like, um, why are we making such a big deal about this? (laughs) She said it was pre-diagnosis. She has, like, a, um, what do call it? An insulin pump. pump on her. Can we just, like, chill the fuck out, please, and talk about how this teenager broke the law? (laughs) <laughs> and,
1: like, I don't understand why we're not, like, knocking down her door now.
2: <laughs> well, it's, like, more of a thing of the other parents... So, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But the premise of the show is that Alicia Silverstone is trying to find a babysitter for David Michael, Christie's youngest brother. And she's calling around, and nobody's available, or the rates are very high. At one point, Alicia Silverstone says what are you going to do? Breastfeed him? <laughs> I was like, damn, <laughs> starting to real spicy. Okay. And so Christy starts choking on her food and then comes up with this idea um, for a babysitter's club. So it's her and Mary Marianne. Marianne's dad is played by Kevin, best known as Captain Holt's partner on, um, wait, his name isn't Kevin on the show, right? His name it, is Kevin on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. What's his name in this? It, Richie rich i think richard frank he's not rich, a richie at all okay so, <laughs> he's sorry, definitely um, not a richie <laughs> no,
1: well, well dawn's mom calls him richie
2: yeah but dawn's mom is kind of freewheeling we can't use dawn's mom as an example yeah dawn's mom plays by her own rules i love dawn's style too yeah and i actually did not hate marianne's style like she was really down on it but i was like as a woman in my late 30s i would totally wear. Her Most of those outfits. (laughs) She's like, I hate these overalls. I'm like, damn, those overalls are a good look. I would wear those (laughs) overalls. I'm like, overall skirt combo, adorable with like light pink and white pumas. Yes.
1: (laughs) I I can't wait for like the the Babysitter Club style guide to come out.
2: (laughs) Oh my god, yes! Please make a million Pinterest boards. Oh my god, I signed mom into Pinterest the other day. She. Mom has been lacking on patience, uh, understandably, but she was like, everybody just wants me to sign in and make a password. I was like, I know, Mom, welcome to the internet. It's annoying as shit. And she was like, I don't want to sign in so I can look at these quilts. And I was like, I will just sign into my Pinterest. It is fine with my burner email. It's all good. And she was like, okay, I can look at my quilts now. She was looking at handkerchief quilts. And I was like, they are cute. And Pinterest is annoying because they're doing a lot of gatekeeping. But It's like Pinterest has changed so much in the past 10 years. Used to just be pics of cute guys and recipes with cheese. And now it's, I don't know, something more, Frank. (laughs) I don't know where that was going. I clearly lost my way halfway through that. So um, Christy had said earlier uh, that she used to hang out with Claudia, but Claudia got too interested in boys and fashion. And later we find out this is not true. It's that Christy is really bossy, which she is. Um, yeah. But she uh, passes a note to Claudia in class. They have the meeting at Claudia's house. The candy thing is a total holdover from the, um, which we call it from the books. So Claudia has candy hidden all through her room. And then the other thing that uh, is from the books is the flyers. And I love how they organically get to the flyers. And Claudia has a very droll, almost Daria-esque older sister named Janine. Who
1: oh, I, so, I texted to, text to Susie that like, Janine's my favorite character so far. Because like Janine just has no time for her, her little sister shenanigans.
2: So I feel like Janine and... Um, I cannot remember Nick's older brother judd from uh big mouth would get along a lot like very goth very dry sarcasm
1: oh we also meet um we also meet Christie's, or excuse me um Christie's mom's boyfriend uh watson. watson i feel so bad for watson
2: watson is trying very hard i well, am obsessed with watson's daughter
1: Watson is a lovable dumbass. Like I love he really him so is. much.
2: <laughs> and his daughter is bizarre and it's great. We see his daughter in three different scenes and I swear all of all of the child actors on the show are very good. Like all the girls in the babysitter club are good and I I do not think it can be understated or overstated how hard it is to find good child actors cuz we have seen so many bad child actors as siblings in the stuff we've watched, but... I, I also,
1: just to bounce off that point, like, I just also feel like these, you know, these kids feel, like, real, like, I always feel like in certain shows of people who don't have children, they yeah. always will overwrite them or underwrite them, but these feel, like, just dead on, sh- like, these are 12-year-olds, you know? Yeah. They're they're bossy and moody and but like but now they're smart enough to call you out like and have and big emotions.
2: Like the right amount of I think trepidatious about things. Like I really love that the crushes on boys stuff is like not given more than it's due and the the girls' world is each other. Like, it's there is not this sort of like global idea of the town. Mm-hmm. It's they're, they're very much enmeshed and consistently thinking about how the others will react to things they're doing. And yeah. that feels very realistic because when I was that age, my world was my friends and how I interacted with my friends. And I'm sorry to say, but like the small fights they get into and all of the apologies that need to be given, very realis- realistic in that, like, everyone's trying to kind of figure themselves out. Nobody has any self esteem. And so you're all kind of accidentally hurting each other all of the time. And so Christy calls this meeting. Um, Claudia brings her friend Stacy, who is new to the school. Um, Stacy is from the city and Stacy has a secret. It's the aforementioned diabetes. But this is treated as if Stacy is a don Draper who has stolen someone's identity and <laughs> there's like at one point Stacy says she's going to be away for the weekend. Christy almost gets run over by Stacy's dad's SUV. And then Christy is wildly suspicious of Stacy. And the dad's just like, "Can you get the fuck out of the road?" He doesn't say that, but that's the vibe.
1: Um, <laughs> And Christy's just like, good, I can obsess over the Stacy thing and not have to deal with my feelings. This will yeah. be a running arc for, for Christy.
2: I know, and it's, she moves on from Stacey, though, and then everything everything new, Christy hates. Yes. Christy, <laughs> Christy is, has a little bit of boomer in her, and that she's like, this is new, and I hate it. Until someone's like, but really, it's okay. And Christy's like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so um christy and marianne are unit stacy and claudia are a unit and they're both kind of both pairs are sort of learning how to navigate each other and they decide that they're going to advertise through flyers um from the advice from janine because initially stacy's like well give me your instagrams and they're all like i don't do what like we don't do instagram and Although I bet there's a ton of fan Instagrams now, like, as the girls, which would be really cool. Um, but so instead they decide to do flyers. Uh, Claudia designs the logo and it's the, you know,
0: like it, it, the
2: it, Babysitter Club logo that was on the books. I just, I, Should I, we watch I, the movie too? I know it's not related to the show, but I don't know if I've ever seen the movie. I might I have mean, rented it from the library once.
1: It's on YouTube, because I was looking up the original Babysitter's Club theme song, so I could talk about it.
2: <laughs> they don't they don't have a theme song for this one, right? Like, they just use a different song each episode?
1: Yeah, the, the way each episode opens, I really do like this, is it's just, like, a different girl's, basically, diary, or, like, uh-huh. notebook, and they open it up and basically start writing. Yeah. Um... But yeah
2: <laughs> I'm trying to get one of the cats To come over so I can comb them but they're too busy Brawling um uh, so Then they start the club and it's going Pretty well Christy is Incredibly stubborn Christy's stubbornness Is I think one of the largest Hurdles the girls have to get over <laughs> In the five episodes we watched And we will be watching the other Five question mark is yes. there more or less
1: five? It, okay. It's exactly ten.
2: <laughs> oh, perfect um so, Watson is their their first job, and Christy refuses to go and sends Marianne. <laughs> Marianne is out on the trampoline with the two kids, and Frank, can you look up the kids' names? Because I really do want to give credit to the daughter, Watson's daughter.
1: I believe her she, name is Karen.
2: I, I thought it was Karen. Okay. So, Karen tells, um, whatchamacallit, tells Marianne
1: Karen and Andrew
2: our neighbor is a witch (laughs) she does spells we find out later obviously she is not a witch um she is oh I forgot the other girl's name the one that Dawn's aunt um who apparently wishes she was a witch because she's not and so uh Marianne takes this in stride Christy is hiding in the bushes because she can't stand that they're having basically anything to do with Watson Watson has proposed to her mom Marianne has said you're not going to trick me into accepting Watson as a stepdad and uh Christy's mom is like what like no one was talking about tricking you we're trying to have a conversation (laughs) and um Christy is like not happening conversation over and she just leaves the table <laughs> um, like,
1: I just I think Watson is just like a has big golden retriever energy
2: he does but we find out later during that whole episode at Naomi question mark Natalie. house, Natalie's house that Christy is dealing with some like very real abandonment issues with her dad yeah no that I, I, is like the definition of a debbie dad.
1: Like I don't, I don't want to under like downplay what Chris, like what Christy's going through. I just wanted to point out just how much I love Watson. Like, no,
2: Watson is great. Like later when Watson is dressed as a bunny and tries to explain to Christy that he has a whisper gallery, which is some sort of like built-in amplifier in the hallway. When you whisper in one end, it amplifies it into the hallway. I don't know why you would ever need that, but <laughs> he has it because he's that rich. Yeah, and so um. And I love the conversation that Christy and her mom have where uh, Christy is basically accusing her mom of like marrying into this relationship and becoming Watson's lady or whatever. And Alicia Silverstone plays along with it, Christy's mom and says, "Uh, if you could call me of Watson from now on. And Christy's (laughs) like, Oh, are you just going to like walk three steps behind him? And she's like, Yes, that's how things will be, and so, <laughs> I I like that she doesn't try to stop Christy from being willful. If anything, she encourages it, but she also draws a hard line of where it's inappropriate.
1: Yeah, um, there's a, like there's this great uh scene where she's over Dawn's house with um her and uh, Christy's mom and Christy go over to Dawn's house, and like. Christy keeps like doing this high pitched whistle, and um, oh, she's so like, God, okay,
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, so the girls have a couple different adventures, uh, both together and apart. Once the babysitters club starts getting going, they almost immediately have a rival, the babysitter
1: agency, association
2: agency. I want to say academy, and I was like, oh. that's not right.
1: Well, like. But before that, Claudia has her own like morality test, um, where she wants to like she wants to go to um, she wants, she to, go wants to, the,
2: to go to the Halloween dance,
1: the yeah, Halloween bop, Halloween hop, okay, um, and um, like her sister Janine is just like, well, she's failing math. I know how to solve this. We're going to like basically make it a reward system. If she passes, she gets to go. If she fails, she doesn't. <laughs> um,
2: so mean. <laughs> Claudia is a very talented artist, though.
1: Yeah, is a very talented artist, but not so good at the academics, which, you know, it it happens. I understand. Ma- math's hard. <laughs> um and like <laughs> uh Stacy uh, decides to like. Stacy gets a ninety-four on the test. Uh, Claudia gets like a sixty-one or sixty-four or something. And and Stacy's like, oh, I just happened to, you know, um, I just happened.
2: She wrote it all in pencil. What kind of psycho does a math test in a pen, though?
1: Yeah. Um, oh, and also uh, Marianne. Like everybody conspires to make sure that. Um, Christy has to watch the Brewer children, Watson's children. Yes. Um, And this is...
0: Because they
2: said that your mom and Watson have called multiple times, and you are the only one who hasn't gone, and you are the only one that they want.
1: Yeah. And
2: Christy's Um, like,
1: (laughs) no! And also, like, Marianne says something kind of shitty about Christy's dad... She said,
2: "What would you know about having a normal dad?"
1: Yeah, it it, that it sucks, and it's like a very like.
2: And Marianne realizes it immediately. She's like, "Oh!" She says, "I'm a horrible friend."
1: (laughs) Um, Christy goes running off, and Marianne goes chasing after her. Um, and I don't
2: know why you're laughing about that. You're like, (laughs) (laughs) Christy is devastated.
1: I'm sorry. Like
2: (laughs) you're like I'm sorry. I love seeing. See, I'm a
1: Marianne. Oh my god. Uh. No, I I was I was laughing at the next scene because like Claudia's like Marianne had an even Marianne and Christy had an even more old fashioned way to talk, and they are like they hit click like flashlights in between themselves like as Morse code.
2: Morse code, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> they hit-click flashlight.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Marianne seems
2: to be strobe-lighting her flashlight. I wonder what that means.
1: Right? <laughs> Marianne buys a, stro- a strobe-light. Christy's like, you were sending me some weird messages last night.
2: She was like, I'm not really sure where we landed on this whole combo.
1: But, like, um... Marianne's just like, I'm, like, you know, Morse codes, I'm sorry, and Chris goes, yeah, yeah, yeah," and then just, like, closes her blinds.
2: She smiled at her while making eye contact and then lowered the blinds.
1: Like, this show is also, like, has great moments where the girls will say something offhand, and it's so fucking funny. Um, It's true. So, Claudia, though... Uh, can't deal with like the praise she's getting for her fake score and admits what's wrong. And her parents like, "We're proud of you for admitting what's wrong." She's you can't like, "I
2: love you guys," and they're like, "We love you too." And she's like, "Okay, I'll see you later." And they were like, "Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> what what exactly do you think is happening right now?"
1: <laughs> You're not going to the dance. Um, and she's
2: like, <sighs> "She definitely saw that coming." <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um and this is where Stacy sees her art teacher and her partner. Um and they're they're like, "Oh, wait, if you guys are here and the girls aren't babysitting, who's with your child?" And they're like, uh and they that's dun, when they dun, show
0: dun. the babysitter
1: agency. Yeah. <laughs> and the babysitter agency Is a bunch of teenagers And they're like we can stay out as long as we want We don't need oh, like-
2: Frank did you catch that the head Of the babysitter agency was clearly Dating a SoundCloud rapper Yes <laughs> I was like ew <laughs> When they confront her They're like so you sent a small child To play outside in front of the house By himself on a busy street And she's like it's up to me to do whatever I want As this ridiculous man tries to freestyle rap I was like wow I can imagine exactly what it feels like in that room and it feels horrible (laughs) (laughs) and then when Stacy's like I'm gonna report you and they're like she's you're gonna regret it I was like but do you know what you're gonna regret dating that man you're dating (laughs) and the fact that you almost got a child murdered in order to be alone to hear this man's horrible freestyle raps why couldn't you even freestyle rap in front of the child?
1: I honestly, like, I'm like, it would have been amazing if they just took a video of that, like SoundCloud, like of the SoundCloud rapper. And they just like, do you want this dating your or not dating? Like this, dating you your want...
2: babysitter. Do you want this man dating? Well, I don't, I don't really have a ton of say over who my babysitter <laughs> dates, but I guess not. I mean, when I really think about it, I would prefer she didn't date that man. <laughs>
1: So yeah, um, because
2: I don't think anyone should encourage that kind of terrible sort of rhythmless rapping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, Stacy uh, reveals to her friends that she has type one diabetes. Um, because
2: this girl that has such the poor judgment is like, oh, I should definitely bully a junior high student over my work list serve. Like, think about this, right? Think about this in the context <laughs> that. These are people working freelance, which means that even more than any other profession, their business is dependent on relationships. And now they have gone and tracked down a video of this girl having going into insulin shock and then emailed it to a bunch of moms like they are fucking TMZ. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You better believe if someone is willing to do that, they are willing to go through your medicine cabinet. And take snaps Of all the embarrassing shit in your medicine cabinet Do you want that? Do you want that? Do you want them making fun of what brand of condoms you use? Probably not
1: Oh my god, what if like
2: They're like, ew, lifestyles, really? (laughs) It's like, they were on sale Sorry mom
1: (laughs) Ew, ew, ew Lambskin, gross
2: Or they're just like, wow, someone is, like, using non-waxed floss. Wow. And I'd be like, I bought it on accident. I really prefer waxed floss. But sometimes you just are in a rush at the pharmacy. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I've really built out this character. I don't even think, I mean, she wears blue eyeshadow. I don't think she's, like, that calculating. I think she's more very reactive, obviously, from... The bullying, but like.
1: <laughs> Ew, granny panties.
2: Wait, she's going through my underwear drawer you! She's gone too far! Take this girl to Judge Judy's court! <laughs> I've watched so much Judge Judy <laughs> at our parents' house lately. It oh. is like the most addictive drug. <laughs> like, they. The reason. I think the reason Judge Judy gets paid so much is that there is this rhythm to both the way she interacts with um, the accused and the accuser, and also the way it is edited, you're just like, I need to know, I need to know, I need to know. (laughs) Like, sometimes they will just, like, end an episode. Like, there was an episode last... I know this has nothing to do with Babysitter's Club, but we're almost done. And we're going to talk about it next week. So, I'm going to talk about Judge Judy now. So, (laughs) there was an episode last week. Usually, the case will be broken up into a couple different commercial breaks. They just stuffed this case at the end of the last commercial break. Like, last commercial break, end of show... And it was this girl with, like, a very small voice. She had, like, a very, um, I would say, like, younger voice. She was, like, a grown woman. But she, I'm not calling her a girl. She was a grown woman. She was suing this guy because his dog knocked her down. But they were in a field. She was taking a video of the dogs running around. The dog got called back, swept her feet out from under her. And now she's suing him. And you hear her, like, laughing on the video. And then she starts crying, I guess, because she got the wind knocked out of her. And so Judge Judy just goes, Sometimes things are just an accident. Case dismissed. And I was like, oh my God, why did you even show that case? She talked to the woman for two minutes, dismissed it, and then the guy didn't talk at all. My point is, if Judge Judy could get her hands on this teen that bullied another teen and also subsequently went through my medicine cabinet and my underwear drawer, she'd throw the book at her. Because it's not an accident. There was intentionality there. I have watched Judge Judy. No conjecture. I just I knew it happened. <laughs> Should I go on Judge Judy with this character? Yes. <laughs> I think I know my next Photoshop. shot <laughs> The unjudged Judy <laughs> And then just that rando teeth But it's just like the actor And she's like do you not understand How fiction works And I'm like I know what you did She's like you don't even have children And I'm like unimportant
1: <laughs> I'm like Sissy I'm starting to realize Something about most of your plans They all revolve around you having children And the problem is that you never have children
2: <laughs> No children and not
1: other <laughs> I want to be, oh be I want to be on Teen Mom You don't have any children, Susie I want to be on Judge Judy You don't have any children to, cl- to blame this actor for, Susie
2: Okay, so Frank This is like a very particular case on Judge Judy though where I'm like accusing this babysitter of invading my home while watching my fictional children I can just say they're staying with their dad <laughs> I like okay, silence. I get it. It's a bad idea. I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna take this fictional character on Judge Judy so that Judge Judy can throw the book at her. The one thing I know is, Frank, when Judge Judy asks you an affirmative or negative question, how do you respond? Uh,
1: in the affirmative?
2: No. You say yes or no. She does not like uh-huh's or yes, yes, yeah not an answer, um is not an answer. You have to speak with conviction. Okay. Judy is almost like one of those mythical creatures that asks you a riddle. A sphinx? I wasn't thinking of a sphinx in particular. I was thinking more of a bridge troll. But yeah, sure, a sphinx. I mean. I think this is a good place to end.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're not ending the episode here.
2: (laughs) Okay. So, what. What else do you have to say about the Babysitters Club? I want to talk about more stuff next week, though, because I think well, some I, of the plot lines might pan out next week.
1: Well, I, I do want to talk about episode four, um, Marianne Saves the Day.
2: Oh, yes, that was a good one. I,
1: I mean, and episode five was also very good. No, um,
2: they were all good, Frank. I'm just saying. I, I like.
1: Okay, so, like, episode four, um, Marianne is just, like... You know, she talks about like, oh, I'm like, a, I look like such a baby in my overalls and my um, pull, my my pull luggage, like backpack.
2: Her <laughs> rolly um, backpack. Call it, call it by its name.
1: Yeah, and like, you know, she gets overwhelmed when she has to talk. And um,
2: Frank, look, I if someone had me get up in front of like a tarot card reading. And talk about, like, how I felt about being there that day. I think I would have the same reaction that Marianne did.
1: Oh, no, I'm not talking about that. But, like, at, um, at the beginning, she is walking. Uh, she goes to the babysitter's club meeting. And they um, this friend of her father's asks for her in particular. And that's against the rules in the babysitter's club. You just kind of get whoever's free. The um, first
2: rule of the babysitter's club is we all get the jobs.
1: So, um, everybody is just like, oh, do you want to to push over? And, like, they're really berating her, and she, like, closes her eyes, and we cut away, but she very much says, like, I'm a crybaby, so we can assume no, she starts crying. she
2: says, oh, no, not here, or something like that.
1: Yeah. Um, she goes home and talks to her father, who played by <laughs> Kevin. Oh, my God. It's such perfect fucking casting.
0: It's true. Um,
1: and he, He is preparing Thanksgiving. Um, He's going to try one of his Thanksgiving meal. And, like, she kind of goes off and, like, talks about, like, all the things that are bothering her. And he's just like, well, those girls are bullying you. And she's like, no, forget I said anything. And, like, she's like, I should have known this is going to get worse. And he has called the parents of all the other girls and said, told them, that their girls are bullying Marianne Yes um, And She goes into school the next day Stacy's like oh we're all grounded Thanks to you And like my thing is I love Christy's, like, revenge plan so much Because it's not only, like, I'm just gonna hang out with Stacy and Claudia And not Marianne She goes to an entirely different pair of friends to talk to
2: She goes to hang out with these twins who seem to have no interest in her And she has no interest in them And then she is, I, so, here's where I relate with Christy Where she has this half-baked plan I know, surprising, but I also do that And she is, like, basically yelling a story at them and trying to like invoke brevity and the twins are just like side-eyeing the shit out of her and <laughs> it looks so desperate and bananas because she just keeps saying like ha!" ha, ha! <laughs> <laughs> Mary Ann's sort of, like oh it's, I, I guess she's really mad at me she's sitting with these twins that she doesn't seem to like <laughs> and so <laughs> Marianne goes to sit by herself and Dawn comes over and Dawn's like, I'm from California. I'm incredibly chill. I'm very hip. And I have a very good looking salad to eat for lunch.
1: Um, and, and also like a mammoth thing of like green juice.
2: Yes. And so um, the co-worker of Marianne's dad that wanted her to babysit, her daughter is trans and um marianne kind of figures this out through context clues yeah and just rolls with it and later talks to dawn about it
1: and th- that's an as ab- like i i thought it was such an absolutely beautiful scene like because yeah. like dawn is kind of laying it out for her um <laughs> and she's just like well you know you knew from birth you were right-handed right and she's like yeah and He's like, well, and what would happen if you tried to use left hand scissors? Like, oh, I definitely stabbed myself. And she's like, that's, you know, uh, I forget what the the girl's name is, but she's like, that's what that, but that's what she knows. She knows from birth that she's like, Bailey, thank you. Like, Bailey knew from birth who she was. And don't you want your insides to match your outside? And it's just like.
2: Later, Bailey has a fever and. Marianne takes her to the hospital and the doctors keep referring to her as a he. And Marianne asks them to step outside and, you know, basically gives them the business. And so um, Richard oversees, not oversees this, sees this. He overhears it and he sees it. And he congratulates Marianne on being so strong and says, you know, you remind me so much of your mother. And Marion's like, really? And he's like, yeah, let's go get some ice cream. Like, I don't feel like I get to, like, parent you that often. And it, it is a very touching moment.
1: And she's like, can I stop? She's like, can I get some new clothes? You know, I don't want to dress in overalls anymore. And can I stop putting my hair in braids? And her dad's just like, that's all your mom taught me how to do. So that's why I keep doing it.
2: As a person with very curly textured hair. I did not figure out how to do my hair until, like, eighth grade. <laughs> like, I'm like, Mary Ann, I get it. I still don't know how to keep my hair small. <laughs> like, it is either pinned back or gigantic. Those are the two modes.
1: <laughs> and when the girls um, the girls are all super proud of Mary Ann and, like, all she did for Bailey... And then you're
2: like, and this makes the babysitter's club look great. And I was like, way to stand brand, right. guys.
1: <laughs> and th- there's a whole thing where, where Christy is so pumped for this woman Kim to have a baby because she's like, yeah, she's gonna really need pe- a babysitter then to take care of her other child. I know. And, and
2: when they're like, oh, Kim told me to vi- told us to visit, and they're like, ew, visit.
1: <laughs> and and like Christy's mom is just like. Also, like we should just be happy she's having a new baby. And Christy's like, well, "It's all." Because
2: Christy's like, "We're gonna have to hammer out the details of when she needs a babysitter." And Alicia Silverstone's like, "She is actively in labor. Maybe let her have the baby first
1: <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, we only have like a few minutes left in the episode. Do you want to save episode five for next week?
2: Yes, because that's where the stuff pops off between the parents. Yeah. Too, there's too much going on there So um Okay
1: Uh I was gonna say Sissy, We still got six and a half minutes Put a little more Judge Judy talk
2: No I don't want to Okay so oh, I'm done I, I was shot down In the likelihood of me winning a case Against this fictional team I will speak no longer of it That's a lie I'm sure I will speak about Judge Judy On so many more episodes So okay we have a Facebook group and page. Um, you can write us at Real Teen Girl talk at gmail.com. We would love if you rate and reviewed us on iTunes. Um, we're also showing up on the Spotify charts uh, in India in particular. So if you're listening in India, what's up? <laughs> 61 in
1: like, South Korea.
2: Woo-woo. I love that it's international. Um, it, it really does make me happy. I like when I see those numbers. I'm like, hey, guys, what's going on? Um Frank has another podcast. It's called "I Hope I Can Make It Through" with his friend Donnie. They are in season six of DeGrassi. Find it wherever you find your podcasts. And until next week, I am Susie Coda.
1: I'm Frank Coda. Team Team Coda. Coda. Yes, that's
0: better.